Good morning, round number seven. I enjoy this podcast so much, especially the, the rare year that uh, the tipping is actually going well. Joel Kane, good morning to you. Going well for you? We've been going well for years, Dan. You, that's what I mean. You, that's why you and Sean have had a... Where, where, again, where who, the who hell is, is he? Like? Where is Sean? I'm told he's on the phone. Come in, Sean Amaroy. I'm, I'm here, boys. Now, I'm, I'm trapped down in... Uh, I'm in southeast Mexico at the moment. And now with all this bloody... We're going to get to Bambi shortly, I'm sure. But I, I think I've got one in mind. It might be the, it might be the, the whole of Victoria because I'm stuck in Mexico and I can't get back to Sydney. So, But I'm here this week. I'm back. Yeah, it's Sean the trader, Sean the coal miner, Sean the raider hater. Yeah. I think it's Sean the traitor. Right. Right. Soward's waiting, Sean. Soward is waiting. He wants to come back into this and we can uh, we can sorry, have that arranged. Sorry, Sally. Sorry, Sally. You can keep waiting, unfortunately. <laughs> I will be back. It's amazing, isn't it, that Victoria was the state that was the most vigilant, it seemed. Yeah. Uh, and yet, Sean, it's the state that's sort of losing its way. I mean, listen, yeah. it's a it's a handful of cases. It's just a, it's just seems to be trending in the wrong direction. But that's but that's all it takes. They got complacent down here. These Mexicans. Look, I'm just going to get straight in. Let's let's jump straight to my Bambi. It's oh. all Victoria. It's all Victorian people. It's going to piss off a lot of my family and friends. But I don't care. <laughs> just pull your finger out and stay at home for a while. So we can all get past this shit and move on with our lives. Wow. Why, are they, why are they ruining it for the rest of us? Wow. Speaking of ruining, we have a special opener that we're, we're, we're going to put in this. And Sean has just powered ahead. <laughs> powered ahead. So let's do officially, but that's a wonderful start, time for shooting Bambi. So I, I don't I call BS Joel on Sean's separation from the Victorians. I mean, you go back there every yeah. opportunity you get, mate, and and they oh, there it's them, it's them. I'm a Sydney sider, and, and, and when he's down there, he'd be potting the Sydney siders. Is that what oh, you're saying? Mate, no, that's not, you have my you have my word, boys. My allegiance definitely lies. With that north of the border now. On the record. They're kidding themselves, Danny. Mate, your beard is classic Richmond. (laughs) It is classic Punt Road, uh, uh, inner city Melbourne. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's hard to argue. It's also very Newtown as well, which is yes, you know, my, where my true. humble abode is these days. Oh, that's but, true. Anyway. Uh, son of a coal miner, well, please. Now, Joel, <laughs> I made the. Um, and Sean's. We didn't even speak before the show. Mm. I think we should be kicking off with Bambies. And, and like, really. Like, Let's go. Here Did we you just go. Say we've got a so Bambi now has an intro. Yeah. Like, are, we, are we really stepping away? Okay. Oh, oh mate, it's it's big time. Firstly, I Carl Stefanovic being quoted every time he opens his mouth. Mm. Not even Carl's fault, but no one gives a shit what Carl Stefanovic thinks about sporting issues and a whole rage. Every time he opens his trap on the Today Show, the number two breakfast show, they don't even watch that show. So why are you actually using uh, your websites? My employers are guilty of this and as guilty as anyone yes. of, of saying, oh, Carl Stefanovic says this about rugby league. No one cares. Do you know what, Dan? I've had uh, I've been accused of dyeing my hair for years, right? And I don't know why, but I've finally got a splash of grey coming through and I'm welcoming me. I, I was at the point where I was going to start dyeing my hair grey so I'd stop getting accused of dyeing my hair. Is, has Carl got a bit of a splash going on there? I don't care. <laughs> I don't know. What is this obsession with him? 
What is this obsession with everything he says, everything he does? Oh, he wore the same suit every day. Oh, what a humanitarian. What a, what a, oh, isn't it? And I've got nothing against Carl. So did you say you got uh, two big ones coming up? Yep. This is just your little uh, entree. Yep. Oh, wow. Do you want me to just bring oh, them all off? Yeah. But, uh, uh, let me make it clear. Good luck to Carl. I've got nothing against him personally. It's a, why, why does everyone else have this obsession with him? I, I, it sounds like you do. Yeah. I got on. I'm sure he's a lovely bloke. I just don't get what. what is, does Koshy, everything Koshy say, get quoted? I, I watched the episode last night with the young blokes the, um, where, where no one was going to the restaurant in Seinfeld. Yes. And, and Lane's saying, why do you keep looking? Because it's an obsession. It's an obs- <laughs> you've got the same obsession. Okay. The non-obsession obsession. You'll notice it now. Yeah. You'll notice now. Geez, Carl's quoted a lot on, on things that aren't really relevant to him. Uh, the next three are actually, I'm, I'm just going to make it three. I'll save the other, the other three for later. Now this is a real Bambi. This is a this is really going down a dangerous path, everybody. Dylan Orcott. Oh, yeah. wow! Now Dylan is crying um, conspiracy, and he has referred to the U.S. Open not having wheelchair tennis. Now look at the nervous look on Joel. Oh. You should see the nervous look on Joel's face. <laughs> I'm just thinking. Oh. I may need to shoot you to prevent you being shot by Bambi. I have seen wheelchair tennis in action. Have you been to the wheelchair tennis? I have not. It is one of the most spectacular things you could ever watch. Mm. All right. You think I'm taking the piss? No, I don't. I was at the Australian this. Open a couple of years ago going from one... It sounds one court... like an early backpedal already. Yeah, it does. No, 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 no. Chuck it in reverse. No, 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 no. no. He's, he's just saying. trying to balance it no, up no, here. No, Let no, him go. No, no, no. Here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying. Is it is a, an outstanding sport to watch live um, because you see the physicality. I mean, they are violent with the wheelchairs, turning them around and, and, and hitting. It's it's actually phenomenal. If you ever go down to the Australian Open in the first week and you're going from court to court, you'll walk past the wheelchair tennis. You'll go, I'll watch this for 30 seconds because it's a bit of an oddity. And then you'll, watch, you'll end up watching it for half an hour because it is that, that good. They are phenomenal athletes given their limitations. But for Dylan to suggest that they are... Uh, anti-wheelchair uh, people is absurd. They're not playing mixed doubles. Mm. They're not playing. Ju- they're not playing junior tennis either at the US Open. You know why? Because junior tennis doesn't bring in money. Mixed doubles doesn't bring in money. And I'm sorry, but wheelchair tennis does not bring in money. That the US Open is only playing what is absolutely necessary to make sure the television check is paid. Men's singles, women's singles, women's doubles, men's doubles. Okay. That's it. Yep. It's a money thing. It's got nothing to do with. But but Dylan is is Dylan loves the stage. That's what I've decided. That Dylan, failed footy show host, loves uh, loves being on show. Uh, Well, well, the show went for twenty six years. He was on for one, and it died. Um, Probably not all his fault. But what I'm saying is he's just using it, and this is what I hate, when people use certain things as a way just to put themselves front and centre, and I believe that's what's going on here. Well, and that's only number two. Here's number three. Oh, jeez. I, I have one. I don't think I can put one anywhere near Oh, you go yours. You go yours. No, because... no, no. No, you go. <sighs> I have no problem <laughs> with... I have no problem and no judgment, no morality issues with prostitution. Mm. None. People want to do that, it's fine. Okay, there's probably some legal issues there, but if people, if that's how they want to make their money, God bless them. It's if they find an impact, whatever. I saw the story with Ryan Feeling. <laughs> 
I know where you're going. Yeah. And uh, Ryan's in a bit of trouble. And I was with a mate when the story came out, and we. I said to him, how long do you think Samantha Rex is going to take to be quoted on this story? So Ryan has apparently uh, been involved in domestic violence with his current girlfriend or fiancée. I don't know what the situation is. Samantha Rex, the, um, uh, the sex worker, uh, was his, I don't know, previous... They, they had a relationship previously. And much like Dylan Alcott, loves the spotlight. Uh, again, nothing wrong with that. And I said to my mate, how long do you think and he's gone two days. I've gone, no, give it one day. 11 hours. It took Sam, <laughs> Samantha X 11 hours to be quoted on a domestic violence story that had nothing to do with her. Go away. Go away. The opportunism. I hate opportunism. The look at me of this world. But is the opportunism with her or is she a natural target? For those fishing around the story, don't have to comment on every story, Joel. No. Don't tell me. Don't tell me she wasn't counting the minutes until she was called mm. to comment on the story. The story broke at one a.m. or whenever the Telegraph put it out there. She was quoted by midday, so that's pretty. That's pretty fast going. Okay, and what happened in that? It's none of our business. But I just hate people opportunism. Anyway, they're my shooting bambies for today. <laughs> Mate, the Catholic Church misses out because that almost got a run as well. That was in my through that missed out. My uh, my Bambi's a reserve grade compared to what you've served up. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I just had... You know what I'm doing and now, bland, John? It's bland and boring as well, mine. Well, mine might be unreasonable. Um, I, I just found... that I thought, you know what? I'm going to start taking this segment seriously in that when I... Think of something, I'm going to put it in the iPhone notes. Yes. And I would have forgotten all of those. Had I, Well, not the last couple, but uh, I would have forgotten them all had I not put it in. Hey, Sean, what I've noticed is that this year we're recording at an earlier time. Now, he is quite the night owl. Yep. He's yeah. our man, Dan Ganane. Cranky. You get him up a little bit earlier. Cranky. And the baby mm. shots just get a little bit... Uh, very, oh. very cranky in the morning. But I'll tell you what, that's how... That's how um, Seriously, he takes his Bambi shooting. He's now taking notes next week. Right. When something when something pisses right. him off, yep. he's got a little folder. He's got the Bambi folder all lined up, yep. ready to go. Can Very you good. imagine him calling a game, Sean, and then a Bambi <laughs> pops to his head and he throws to the co-commentator while he gets his yes, little I notes would. out? Yes, I would. Yes, I would. <laughs> well, okay, just on that, and I understand my Bambi shot. Don't, don't, don't. If it, hey. No, but I understand. There's that... no reserve grade in Bambi. No, if, no. If that's if it's if it's pissing you off, then it's pissing. Well, it you is off. pissing me off. It, it, look, I try and sell to people that rugby league is uh, reflected in the regular community. I.e., we're not a bunch of dopes, right? So, in any given a hundred people out there in the world, there would be as smart people, as dumb people, as the regular person, right? So the rugby league person is no better or worse than your common man slash woman, right? Mm, okay. And, and I've tried to sell and pitch that, but I pretty much lost hope on Friday night when the game's greatest captain, Dan. I go back, I, I have had a great problem with this since 1988, right? Yes. I was a 10 year old at that stage. And, and, and at that time, I knew this was the wrong thing. So yes. surely people... Is that when Don McKinnon took a leak? I knew that was the wrong thing too. <laughs> no. <laughs> and people don't recognise this. So it's nine points to two, right? Uh, I, 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 hey, I talked about this on air. I, and, and, and it's slowly getting movement, right? People are starting to come on board with this journey. But the bloody players aren't. 
It's nine points to two. 1988, first year of the Sydney Football Stadium. Balmain are five minutes away from a grand final. Ellery Hanley. Right? Nine points to two against the Cronulla Sharks. Yep. There's a, so how many tries, if it's nine points to two, Cronulla Sharks are trailing, yep. how many tries have they scored in 75 minutes, <laughs> yeah. Dan? Not many, Joel. Zero. Less than one. Zero. They have got a penalty kick right in front of the post to make it 9-4. And what that means is the backsides tighten up a little bit if you bow main. Yep. It's 9-4. You've yep. got five minutes to score a converted try yep. to make a grand final. Don't even think about it. Quick tap. They want to score two tries in five minutes. Haven't scored one try in 75 minutes. So now the game progresses to the year 2020, right? 32 years later. 32 years later, you think we work it out. The score is 19 points to 12. Mm-hmm. Our greatest, arguably one of our greatest ever players and captains, is down nineteen twelve. The game's greatest. Winner. Four minutes to go. A gift, two points from right in front of the sticks. Does he take it? Why? What? what? And, and and I usually have this scenario which gets you to golden Cameron point. Cameron Smith, that's a good Bambi. It's, I'm shooting Cameron Smith. I'm, rugby league players, you need. They've got all these things. High performance managers. They've got mind psychs. We need probability people. This is just a, an absolute given. Yep. So they deny that, Dan. They deny that, right? So right. they have a chance with four minutes to go to run up the other end, score the try, kick the goal, win by one point. They don't do that. So now they get another shot. They get the ball with 50 seconds remaining. Okay, you're down by seven. The only possible way you can win this game score. is to immediately take the field goal. Uh, right. I thought, yeah, now we're starting to get... No, well, you've stuffed it up right. the first time. You're but, right. Dan, the reason you have to do that is because... You can score and forego the kick, and that stops the clock. You can but, do that. Uh, but, no, you... but you chew up the time trying to trying to score the try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the other thing is, with this that teams don't understand, wherever you get the ball in the field, wherever you play the ball, mm. you can score a try, hot potato style. Yeah. Right? You can't kick a field goal or get a penalty goal from anywhere on the field. No. Wherever the ball's played. You can't kick a field goal when you're playing at five metres out from your territory. You must take those opportunities. I'm sick to death of it, Dan. It, it happens. I reckon it happens no, about once a month. You've convinced me. I, I, I was doing that for Fox, and I said to, I think we're co-commentators that night, we're in Astor and Cronk, and they looked at me like I That's was right. an idiot. So people are saying, oh, Kanaim was with you. He was trying to sell it to the... I'm saying, well, why is he selling it to the commentators? Why don't we... I knew this as 10-year-old yeah. in 1988. Why do we not understand this concept? Yeah. You know who did I'm, this? Am I, the only one, am I the only one getting a serious case of deja vu here? Because it feels like uh, this rant has happened at some point before in Joel Kane's uh, oh. career. But it, it does keep happening in his defence, Sean. I mean, true, I mean true. Right, and if look, he goes back to the buy, why the buy's worth two points, then we've got a dead-set case against <laughs> oh, him. But but no, you, you're right. But it does keep happening. Um, I, the, the argument against it is, oh, well, they're only 10 metres out. Mm. But it's not that hard in the modern game to make many metres. So, okay, you kick the goal, you're going to get the ball back. You should be able to march at midfield at least, but with a bit of hot potato, at least get close enough for an attacking kick on the next set and at least give yourself one chance at winning the game. But either way, you've got to march back down the field. Oh, and exa- I'm with you, Joel. I'm with you. I'm with you. It's just ridiculous. And it's one thing It's one thing the NFL coaches and coaching staff or the organisations over there do really well. They know yeah. every, every single score or, or every single play what that's going to do to their percentage chance to win the game, and they'll, and they'll and they'll stick to that. They'll play the percentages. So, like, I you know, I 
I couldn't agree more, Shug, with, uh, with you. And you need to get in the coach's box there. Maybe Robbo will give you a gig. Oh, mate. Uh, listen, now we've been absolutely peppering Bambi. I'm going to give Bambi a hug. Mm. Peter Valandis. Hugging, right? hugging Bambi. I'm oh, wearing the, the shirt. T-shirt. Simply the best. Simply the best, right? <laughs> and we might give one of these away, actually, Dan, in some shape, way, shape or form. You know what I love about Peter Valandis? We've been waxing on for years about an extra team expanding, blah, blah, blah. Yes. Almost within an instant, he says, yep, there will be an extra team. There'll be a seventeenth team. Yeah, I like, and I, it'll be in Brisbane. I, are you talking about the hundred percent footy interview? Yeah, clar- very clarity, impre- very impressive. There's no ambiguity with him, is it? Exactly. It's just clarity. Bang. Yeah, yeah. I'm cuddling Bambi. Simply the best. And yes, you with me? I'm with you. Yeah, hundred percent. I watched that. I watched that on. Um, oh, oh, don't get me started on that app, the Nine Now app, which is a fine app, but it's the same three ads over and. Oh, and I understand if it's a free app and you you. Watching a stream of television, I get they're going to make their money back. Give me the ads, right? That's fine. It's the same three ads all the time. <laughs> hey, by the way, Come just on, just on app, very self-indulgent, just on the app, and I, I appreciate everyone's support on the new breakfast show. I listen to a little yeah. on Monday. Well done. Get Thanks, mate. So download the SEN app, yes. right? And a lot of people make comparisons to our great show here. Get them on side. Download the SEN app. Yes. Now I understand that not everyone listening to this is in New South Wales. You can trick the app. So if you put your jurisdiction as Queensland and Sportsbet, uh, thankfully, are sponsoring our show. Uh, yeah, if that's if right. the jurisdiction says New South Wales, you can hear our show Monday to Thursday, Jimmy Smith and I, 6.30 to 8.30. I've been, see, I've been listening. But, uh, one thing I will say, Dan, uh, at Joel SEN is the Twitter handle. And the reason I say that, go and check out the interview with Trent Robinson. It, oh, I haven't heard that oh, yet. Oh, check that out. Okay. It, it, and when you hear that, you go, gee whiz, no wonder Sportsbet have got... The Roosters at three dollars something to win this competition mm. because that you listen to this bloke, you think, why won't they do it again? I didn't listen to the first day on purpose mm. because the first day is either it's usually the worst a show will ever be. Because but you and Jimmy weren't together for years. No, 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 seriously. And then the second day, you got two things: you got a bit of chemistry, but also the second day wake up and you sounded quite sprightly no i'm okay i'm okay in fact sean it was quite annoying how uh, up and about he was this morning i mean this bloke's been up since what four thirty, five o'clock yeah, four o'clock yeah i know he's not, not as cranky as you or me but one thing one I thing you did miss people <laughs> yeah i know so do i couldn't hate more in fact um but what you, what you did miss on monday was the uh first dollar one shot of the week and that was um uh first caller to the show sure oh, tin, tin, man. tin man from marrickville um, he was always a dollar I wanted to take that mantle, and I'm expecting plenty more big things from from Tin Man and Merrickville on that on that show. But it was a great show, well done, off to a good start. Yeah, well, Squirrel, the former Mexican, he's he's on tomorrow. The the, the greyhound trainer who gave you the tip, Dan. He'll... Well, yeah, but he's now he's back on my uh, bad list. Because I think he, he gave me two duds. Did he? Yeah. Yeah, but we, we think he meant that for you. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. Because yeah. <laughs> Tin Man from Marrickville, he's a, one of the Pac-Men as well. So oh, he's... Oh, um, have, you, have you added more pac Oh, now I'm sorry. I, I, I That Friday night game, I was that tired when I got home. I was driving home thinking, oh, I've got to do my sugar shootout. Yeah. And then I got home, completely forgot about, forgot about it, it, slept in, and then missed the cutoff. So Never mind. I, I, I would have been contestant 100. Yeah. We'll surely crack 100 this week. Absolutely. But you got any more Pac-Man? Have you, have... No, no, no. no. We're, we're at capacity now. Not recruiting. Very good. Um, so last week, uh, anything to add, Sean? I, I don't mean to be rude to you, mate, but you're on the phone there, so it's pro- <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not coming to you as often as I should. No, no, please. I'll chime in when I see fit, mate. Crack on. God, it's cold, isn't it? It is like Melbourne at the moment. 
Yeah, it's fresh. <laughs> Very fresh. Why is your show 6.30 to 8.30? Why isn't it 6 till 8 or 7 oh, till 9? I'm not arguing with the... Um, I'm not saying six thirty slot. Well, why not seven or nine? Know. I actually don't know, but I do like the I do like the hours actually. Uh, all right. Any major movement, Sean, in the betting? Um, I gather the Roosters have probably firmed up a little more. My goodness, that was impressive. The way they, they their second win against Parramatta. Yeah, it was an awesome game that one. We we thought it'd be game of the round, it, and it certainly was. Parra were, were obviously right in that game, and I was I was cheering them big time. But um, the cream. The cream definitely rose to the top, and I think ever ever since I said that the Roosters' price was over, it's probably three or four weeks ago. They've, <laughs> uh, I think they've won by about 120 points collective margin, so they're the, they're the big firmer. What is the? Have you got the current price in front I of you? Sure. Like let me go, let me go through here. I want Joel. I want you to ding 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 when you hear the first real value here. Roosters three dollars twenty five. Uh, Parramatta five dollars. Melbourne six fifty. Canberra, Canberra looking a little listless at the moment. Eight dollars, Manly nine fifty. Ding ding ding. Nine fifty reckons value. Yeah, that's the team. Yeah. Is it value? Oh, hey, I've got them. I've got them at the GF. Yeah, I'm on them. Yep. But are they value? Are they, yeah, that's the team. Trebovich's gone for two months. Yeah, they're going to make the top four. Yep. They've got okay. to make the that's top. Okay. That's he, okay. Isn't this the ding oh, ding ding? Newcastle yes. Knights thirteen dollars. Ding ding ding. Oh my goodness! Remember, I tipped them at twenty one dollars for the minor premiership. They're in the game there. <laughs> They're in the game. Yes, they are. They are. What are in the they? Game. Four and two. Yeah. No, four, one and one. Yep. They could be on top of the table. Yep. They haven't been on top of the table this late into the season uh, since two thousand two. Yep. Like that stat. Love that. That's a stat. That's a game I'm doing. So I may have done uh, some research on that one. <laughs> Penrith at thirteen. Uh, South twenty six. Tigers thirty one. Uh, Broncos fifty one. What price is South? 26. Yeah, that's a price you can back now. Mm. That's a price you can back for sure. On the back of what? Beaten Gold Coast and New Zealand yeah, Warriors. Yeah, but just on the back of the personnel and the team. What did you make of, and we're about to get into the, where are the Warriors here? They're not going to win the comp, obviously, the 151. Um, the timing of the Kearney axing. Yeah, strange. Strange. But, you know what, I'm, I'm a big rap on Todd Payton as a coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes in any vocation, you get promoted right internally and and some people are very good at particular roles, but then you push them up and they're, they're, they're legless. I personally think that Kearney is a very, very good assistant coach. Mm-hmm. And you see a lot of the times where assistant coaches get promoted. Um, what I would have done, and it's unconventional, but he clearly has a respect to the team. I would have said, listen, Steve, we want to keep you employed. We're flipping you around. Todd Payton's the coach and you're now his assistant. Oh, I see. Okay. Um, I don't know why... And now I'm all for the coach. If you're sacked and, and it's such a limited career, you deserve every cent you get. And and we have a system where he's going to be paid out absolutely justifiably so. He should be, signed a contract. But the club gets nothing in return for the next year and a half. Mm. They've made the decision, well, you're not our coach. Why why wouldn't they keep paying him as they, as they have to? But under the proviso... Uh, well, when you sign with another club within that time, because he will get an assistant coach. Uh, he'll he'll be at the Broncos this year, I reckon. And, and say, so, right, well, we will supplement the Broncos. Uh, so you will get paid the money we've agreed to pay you, and obviously an assistant role nowhere near. But let's say you get two hundred to be a, a, a assistant coach at the Broncos. Yeah, that comes off you. That comes off. But yeah. they don't do that. They just no. this. This is the stupidity of rugby league. I mean, we've just gone through this whole crisis. And and now, oh, here's $2 million. 
Here's $2 million for someone for doing nothing. Yep. I mean, well, are we bonkers? Have we not learned anything? You know what? The game could actually protect itself by coming out with a... We have the Players Association, and you could just say that you can't sack coaches mid, mid-term of a, a year. No, you can't. You've got to give them that option. You reckon? Got to give them that option. Well, the board, but you sign up to it. You, you put, if you're a board and you sign a coach to that, that's on you, mate. Don't you reckon? Oh, absolutely, but at the same time, to- at the same time, you have to have the ability. If a coach has completely lost his team, you've yeah, got okay. to have the ability to punt him. All right, uh, let's get to some games here. Um, Penrith and South Sydney is our Thursday night clash. It's the first non-Broncos uh, Thursday night for a while. Penrith a dollar seventy-four, South Sydney two dollars ten. Penrith. Um, Geez, their form's been strong. Uh, uh, that was a good win against Melbourne last week, Sean. The, the start is minus two. It's actually quite thin. Uh, last year, one win apiece uh, when they met. Yeah, Flash Stanley's up to his old tricks here. Which, which, way, which way do you want to go, Sean? It was one and a half out of two. I'm, I don't know if it'll keep... I don't know if it'll keep come moving. Come back to one and a half. Come, always disadvantage myself. Yeah, come back to one and a yeah, half. Okay. No, I'm with you. These, these two teams are, are two real tricky ones, and I've, I've struggled to, to really benchmark them this year. Didn't think Penrith were, were all that good, but shit, they were very good last week. Mm-hmm. And South have had a couple of easy kills, but I don't have a, a great deal between these two teams at all. And I think uh, at night, low scoring, we've seen, the, the, seen a lot of games at night Heavy due factor points have been low. South get Jimmy the Jet back. I think I need to be on South here, but I, I think we're going to learn a lot about one of these two teams um, from this game. Yeah, I'm bunnies too. There's two good bets here too, by the way. Six of the last seven times they've met, it's been decided by four points yeah, or less. You throw in close. throw in the due. Uh, either team to win by less. Uh, six and a half or less. That's two dollars sixty-seven. That's a good bet. Another good bet, and here's a stat for you, Dan. South Sydney's left edge defence is nearly twice as bad as any team in the competition. Well, that's a good stat. They've conceded eleven tries on their left. It is abysmal. That's yeah. where Alex Johnson has been. Yeah. Um, Brian Tottle, just back in any time try scorer. He's good. Very good. Aren't they good? At, that's the first Penrith game I've done in a while. They are so good at making meters out the back. It's just such an advantage. Yeah. No, I'm, I, I love what I saw from Penrith last week. Um, and I'm not convinced about South at all. Uh, you, because you know what they do? It, it, yes, they knocked off Gold Coast and they knocked off Warriors. That's pretty weak opposition. But it doesn't matter who they play. They have flat spots. They have real flat spots. They have 20 bad minutes in games. You can't do that against Penrith. Mm, and I the start's the not enough, hey? I can't have the Panthers. Right, they just beat Melbourne. Yeah, <laughs> convincing. Yeah, but, but, but Melbourne was... They played horrific. Melbourne played horrific, and they know that. Penrith bashed them. No Hughes. Oh. You know, no, not for me. Okay. No Fox. There's a few. Wow. There's a few little caveats there. Uh, all right, Penrith, and this is a cogra uh, because Campbelltown was and then Campbelltown was ripping up. I'll finish sentences today at some point. Um, and again, well done to the league. I'm, this is probably an Annesley thing. Valandis isn't responsible for everything. Good thing that happens in rugby league. Immediately, uh, turf was ripping up on the Sunday afternoon. That's it, Campbelltown. Campbelltown, we, we've used it. We've overused it. Let's move to Cogra. Yep. Bang, decision made. On with, on with the show. Uh, Melbourne, New Zealand Warriors. Uh, 
the coach's record. Now, this is one of the most overused cliches, and it shouldn't be a cliche when it's wrong. Yeah, it's right. What you're saying, yeah. I know the the sacked coach Mid- does not res- – the mid-season sacked coach very rarely results in that team winning the next week. Yep. Happens occasionally, but nowhere near enough for every single media commentator to say, oh, beware the, beware the team with the sack coach. One of the great, one of the great myths in punting that one as well. The bounce back after a coach, yeah, great. Um, now that I've said that, what's what's the Warriors turn? <laughs> but they actually genuinely look devastated. Genuinely look devastated by by the events of this week. Like it seems like Kearney wasn't getting the best out of him, but they still loved him. Mm. So yeah. I, I think this might be the week the wheels really fall off. Minus fourteen and a half. I'm all over Melbourne here, Sean. Yeah, I have to agree. And I was just, I've read some quotes from um, from some of the New Zealand players um, just before the show, and it looks. And that's what makes the decision even more strange. Like what what all the the Warriors have gone through this year already, having been away from from home for so long, um, they've almost saved the saved the league single handedly. To then go and sack the coach, I know they had a couple of bad losses, but they've got a couple of wins as well. Thought it was pretty strange, but some of the quotes from from Toe Harris, he was saying that he was the glue that was sort of holding the team together. A few of them were inconsolable after the announcement, so. I, I couldn't possibly be on the Warriors after something like this has happened. They might just throw the throw, throw the toys out of the cot, and um, I expect Melbourne to there be one bounce back this week. It won't be the Warriors; it'll be the it'll be the Storm. So I, minus minus fourteen and a half. One of the great things Cooney did. Remember early in the ISO when they came over here, and then it was revealed or revealed it was like did something wrong. But it was talked about that. Hang on, his family's over here, but he would not go and visit them. Because he thought that was unfair to his players, and yep. he got to do. I thought, wow, that's that's a guy that stands behind what he says. I actually have great respect for that. Uh, form line wise, the Melbourne Storm pumped the Knights. The Knights pumped the Warriors. Right now, there's many reasons why you could tip the Warriors. You go, okay, Melbourne were poor last week. Okay, Melbourne have got distractions. They've got to come up to Sydney and relocate. Um, the new coach. For the Warriors might inspire them. You know, there's many reasons to think they could do it. One thing I do love about this Warriors team is you, all of a sudden the two and the five are Fusatua and Mamalo. Yes, haven't been that way since 2018, by the way. Yeah, well, that's huge. That is absolutely huge for them. However, however, this Storm side is about as solid as you can get it. They've got the Fox back, Jerome Hughes is back, Nelson Sofa Solomon is on the bench. Um, I'm. I'm on the storm also to cover them. And I'll tell you one thing about last week's game. I was counting this. Mm-hmm. South Sydney had nine attacking sets on the Warriors. Yeah. They scored six tries out of the nine. Yes. Two were non-tries. So two went to the bunker. Mm-hmm. So eight, hmm. eight of the nine sets resulted in something going over the try line. And the ninth one, they made a mistake that they would have scored if they shifted it. The on-goal defence for the Warriors is... I'm sorry, embarrassing. Okay. Todd Payton's going to be a very good coach. He's not a miracle worker. <laughs> okay. No uh, whack on Blake Green this week? Chanel Harris, Tavita, number 14. <laughs> it'll, it'll, go to, it'll go to show... It'll, it'll go to see what Todd Payton thinks of what should have been the changes. Yeah. They, uh, yeah. You'll see it probably in a couple of weeks. Yeah. You, they, they tend to sort of... Stick in originally. To win the group over? Maybe. I don't yeah. know. Um, all right. We're all on Melbourne there. Uh, Roosters, Dragons. God, this is a dud Friday game. It's interesting. They've gone with the Anzac Day games, um, sort of grouped together again. St. George, Illawarra, uh, $6.50. 
Sydney Roosters eleven dollars minus seventeen and a half. I guess Sean, we're only betting if the Roosters are going to take their foot off because they have had a hard month, a, a wonderful month. But are they are they going to if they play to their best? St George is nowhere near eighteen points within them, are they? Aren't they? Well, it's a it's a big old line. I don't know. I said it last week. Are we getting a little bit carried away with some of the results that we've seen? For the Roosters, for not not so much last week, but certainly the two weeks prior to that, where they put hundred on the board. Um, I look, I don't think the Dragons are any good at all. Let's not, you know, get mixed up there. But seventeen and a half points at Nice. We know like the Bankwest. has been has been dewy around and and Bankwest. We talked about um, the game being moved from Campbelltown because it's been chopped up. Bankwest was looking very choppy as well. So um, it's had a lot of games played on it in the last three weeks, um, I, I just have to take a huge number on offer. Um, but, look, it comes with it comes with a great deal of caution. You could, you could see this easily being 40 nil, But at night, plus 17.5 is big enough to back. What does this get out to, you reckon, Sean? Uh, does it come out or go in? Uh, I can see this getting to 18, 18 and Yeah, half. probably. The, okay. the punters aren't the punters aren't afraid to to get stuck into the roosters. I know a lot of the a lot of a lot of the the big sort of syndicates that have that have got models and computers on their side love this roosters team um, and just can't make them short enough. So wouldn't surprise me to see it go out. Yeah, look, I'm. Uh, it wouldn't matter if you had to put twenty two. I'd just take the roosters. They're, they're going so well at the moment. Um, they can't be 100% every week. Do you know what? The left edge for the Roosters, you know how many tries they've let in this year? Same as the Raiders' left edge, by the way. Two? Duck, duck egg. Really? Not one try. So if you're looking at try scorers for the Dragons, don't even look on the right-hand side. Uh, Roosters are cover for me. Oh, wow, okay. So, uh, uh, Shauna, and I've gone St. George as well. Just I can see the Roosters winning 26-10, to 10, like a really sort of ugly... Game's over at half time, mm. but then they have had a big month, a remarkable month. Um, I've fallen into that trap before, though, out thinking things, you know, like, oh, they're due for a down day, know. you know. I'm, 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 I'm on the roosters. Uh, North Queensland versus Newcastle. This is at uh, this is in Townsville. This is a rare, a very rare um, Saturday afternoon game in Townsville. So just take weather into consideration, perhaps. Cowboys, oof, three dollars. They were they were disgraceful in the first half last week. Three dollars twenty. Newcastle a dollar thirty five. The Knights. Who do they play last? Oh, they thumped Brisbane. That was all the way back on a Thursday. The line is minus seven and a half. Uh, Sean, um, mm. very interesting number because if that gets to eight, then that is quite significant. Yeah, it is a tricky number, and shit, this is a this is a bloody tricky game to work out. I don't have. Uh, a great deal of confidence this one. Like the Cowboys, it can't be understated how bad they were, certainly in the in the first half of that game last week. Um, and the Knights, on the other hand, we've said, what are they now? 13 bucks to, to win the comp. And I know you've been spoken them all year, Sean. Look, I think Knights definitely deserve to be favourites, but this number is, looks a little bit too big for me um, for the Cowboys to be back at... Um, uh, back in Townsville, so purely on the purely on the number, it takes a bit of trust. But I'll be with the Cowboys uh, at home. Yeah, we're disagreeing a bit, boys. I'm I'm really keen on the Knights. As as Sean said, I'm really keen on this team. Uh, you know what's going to happen here? Kalen Pong is going to go up there and just remind them 
why the bloody hell did you let me go? Um, and, and remind them why Knights paid such a premium to get him at such a young age. He's going to carve him up, Ponga. Um, no Bradman best. That's okay. Um, I'll tell you who's worth a bet for a try here. Daniel Saifidi. Cowboys are the worst in the comp through the middle. And Daniel Saifidi, he'll soon get kicked out of the front rowers union. Seven bucks any time try scorer. I love it when we think the same. Similar anyway. What is David Clemmer to score? He hasn't scored in 50 games. What is he to score in this game? Yeah, he's eight bucks. Oh, that's not value. Safidi's a try scorer. At seven bucks. Yep. Okay. Yep. Can I get you to $10 on Clemmer and I'll take it? (laughs) Sean. Mate, we're not a charity. You get enough from us, don't worry. Not in the last three weeks. Uh, Michaeli <laughs> Ravalawa, uh, top try scorer still. Sean, are you prepared to stand up to your eight dollar fifty for a hundred dollar bet? Yeah, yeah, it's still a bet. You got nothing to worry about, mate. You won't gone. score this week on the ride against the Roosters. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, but no one will score. What? Yeah. What are the? Um, you know what bet we never look at? Holding a team to nil. Yeah, do you get some real value there? Get some real real value there. Right, uh, yeah, I'm on Newcastle as well. When you're letting front rowers stroll over in the first defensive set of a game, there's something very, very wrong, uh, very toxic there, it seems, in North Queensland. Right, Brisbane Gold Coast. I promised myself I would never tip Gold Coast again. Fair dinkum. $1.34, the Broncos, Gold Coast, three twenty-five. There'll be a crowd at this game, 10000 a uh, very cheeky person wrote, uh, well, that's if they, that's if 10,000 bother to come, uh, <laughs> given uh, how these teams are going. Minus eight. Now, uh, come on, that's that's a key number, Sean. We need we need a half a point here, one way or the other. Yeah, I've got a funny feeling we're all going to be going the same way. So do we want to do ourselves a favour or, or don't we? No, 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 don't, no the no, honesty no. test. Which were, So I can see the punters... Launching into Brisbane here, but yeah, I, that's he, he's he's his uh, voice suggested he's Broncos. Oh, okay. Right. No, no, no. The oh, other way. Wow. I think this. I think this is going to go the Titans way. And it's a bit like this. There's one. There's one simple rule here. You can't back terrible teams at the minors, which is exactly what the Broncos are. I know Titans are no good either. Very good. But that looks that looks far too big for a side that he's going awful. And some of the changes that he's made. Just don't make any sense to me. He seems to have moved some guys around that was that were going okay. Zarko on the bench. I don't know how they're going to run out, but to leave Darius Boyd, to leave Anthony Milford in the team, they're just they're going so bad. You could not. I couldn't. I couldn't back the Broncos with your money, Sugar. I know you've got plenty of it, but oh, I couldn't do it to you. Please, got so kids, Titan, mate. no money. Titans for me. Titans for me as well. Nah, Broncos for me. I'd, I'd love Dean to... I, I don't think it'll start 1-17 to 17 as named. I'd love Tessie New getting into the team. Yeah. Um, Xavier Coates just gets a try every week. There, there will be changes. Asako played well last week, so he, he'll be in the team somewhere. Haas, uh, Tavita Pengai Jr., Offhand Galway. list goes on. I'm, I'm Broncos. Why would Isarko... Titans have a very bad team. Why would Isarko be in the team? On the wing. I'd push, uh, I'd push Coates into the centres. Right, okay. M- M- Mill for Darius need a spell. Um, okay, so you're saying Dearden's going to be both. in. Okay, you think it's so uh, Milford Dearden or Croft Dearden? Is, Croft, is Croft, where they're going to go. Well, I, I don't know. Oh, I'm geez, guessing, but yeah, um, that's that's how I'd play. I, I'm on, I'm on the Broncos. I, I can't go with the Titans. Okay, I'm. Um, I don't think they're as bad as they're bad, but I don't think they're as bad as you think. And they've won their last two at Suncorp against. Um, the Broncos. Right, we go to the oh another Saturday match of the round. This is unbelievable. Again, how does Nine look at this match up and go, no, nah, not for us. Parramatta, Canberra. 
Parramatta Canberra is your Saturday night game. This is a Bank West. Uh, are we worried, Joel, about Canberra? Yes, because the game with teams on the back foot, you need a ball playing fullback. And Chance hasn't got the pass. And that's mm. really worrying me. And people will say, okay, but they made the grand final last year. Yeah, but maybe that's as close as you can get without having that ball playing fullback. Yeah. Um, I am going to tip him here, though, with the start. Well, just let me... Dollar sixty-seven two twenty. Very important start. Point, uh, uh, minus 2.5. Yeah, no Nathan Brown for Parramatta is big. Huge. Uh, Eels coming off a, a big, big game. Uh, I will say this, uh, and I'm, I'm probably getting a bit too clever here, but I've gone through the tries scored against the Raiders in the last... Uh, well, the whole season, basically. Curtis Scott is a major problem. Oh, he's a, he is a liability, and I'm surprised mm. he was picked. Well, frankly, this this is where I'm going. I, I call them every week, it seems. Yeah, and, and he's always the area the opposition attacks yes. and often has success. So here's how I'll be playing this, right? In case he plays, you back Jennings. Jennings is about two dollars sixty, two dollars seventy. Anytime tries for career best form. In the he scored a try last week in the lead up to the Sevo try. He just which no one's spoken about. He yeah. just swats away Victor Radley, the inflictor. Yeah. So you have something on him to score. But I reckon surely Bailey Simonson comes into the side, Cotrick goes to the centres. Curtis Scott needs a spell. And yeah. if they do that, I think Canberra can get away with a win. All right. So uh, I've got Canberra as well, but more to do with... I don't know if Parramatta can back up after that game last week. That was intense. That was a mental drain. Um, and, I, I'm, I, and I just get the feeling Canberra are going to have a little more this week. That, that, that was a reality check last week, that performance... Um, against Manly, a game they sh- they should have won, and and for the first time I think even they would have thought, oh, we're perhaps not as good as we think we are. So I can see them coming out all guns blazing, Ricky getting them fired up. What about you, Sean? Yeah, I'll be leading with Canberra. I just I've just got to stick with my rating with them. We know that they are a, a very good team, and this will this will make the the uh, the Raider hater nickname users very happy. But I'm actually with them this week. I'm just gonna I'm, I'm gonna stick with them again. I know they're not going that good. Um, and on the other hand, Parramatta, we we probably saw that they are real contenders last week. But no, Nathan Brown. Um, once again, it's at night. I think points are going to be at a at a at a very big premium. Um, you got to take plus two and a half. I think camera for me. He's got to clean up his act, Nathan Brown. He's too good a player. Yeah, to well, he just keeps off a final, won't he? It's and they are so much better with him in that team. Um, I found this the trickiest game of the weekend. Manly Cronulla dollar sixty two, two dollars thirty. It's in Gosford, minus three and a half. It's a pretty thin line. Manly have Tafua and Tapau coming back, but of course Turbo is gone. So is Dylan Walker. Although Joel, before we get to Sean, I got to say Lachlan Croker looked pretty good last week. He looked okay. He made a couple of bad decisions down that short side, but. Um... They're a better team, the Seagulls, Dan. They're a better team. And this is where Desi's at his best, mm-hmm. under adversity. I'll tell you one thing. Manly won both games last year against the Sharks, 10-plus, right? And this is a team who had Pryor, Gallon, Josh Morris, uh, Bronson Sherry, Capewell, a very, very good team. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you one other thing that you'll, you'll be using on the weekend, Dan. Yes. In both those games, as is the case this week, the fullback was Brendan Elliott, i.e. no Turbo. Yeah. Turbo missed both those games last year against the Sharks, and yeah. they won. And one of those oh, games, Daly Cherry Evans also missed it. So yeah. they've got this pack, Adam Fenua Blake, Marty Tapao. Adam Fenua Blake scored in his last two games against the Sharks. He's worth something at a price. You must be calling this game too, because you've got a hell of <laughs> a lot some, of stats. Yeah, so have, have, um, I, I'm confident on the Sharks, uh, the, the Seagulls rather. Okay, all right, Sean. Yeah, I can't. I just I know they. you said they've won twice with it last week, last year without 
Atomic Turbo, but I can't I can't get this line to where it needs to be for me to be on um, Manly here without him. So purely on his out, I'm just leaning with the Sharks here. Here's my fear with Manly, Joel. Last year, you, you said when Tom Travoyev was out, Brennan Elliott did a good job. That's true. But they also had a creative number nine. They don't have a creative number nine this year. So their creativity has got to come from two places, Cherry Evans and Jake Trebojevic. So two of their four. That's a good point. And I think they might struggle. Tavita Funa. Oh, Brad Parker, is he going to play? Oh, he'd be unlikely, Dan. Right. Well, Tavita mm. Funa's been put in the centres. Marty to play- powerback's big. Of course, huge. Uh, I thought the Sharks at least showed a little bit of grunt. Okay, they didn't beat much on the weekend. They beat Canterbury. Can we get some decent Sunday night games? Forgot they're always the dregs. It's the Sunday. We can turn this into a time slot. I'm telling you, but we've actually got to put some attractive games on there. Dan, you've highlighted the bet here. Probably it's the worst bet type in history because you're cheering nothing to happen. Under total match points under. Under yeah, but I'm. I'm uh, you're on Cronulla, Sean. Uh, yes, I am. Me too. Last game. Geez, I was confident about this. Canterbury Wests Tigers. Two dollars eighty. The dogs. West Tigers. A dollar forty-four. The line four and a uh, five and a half. Has that changed overnight, uh, Sean? Because that if we get to six, now we're really talking. No, it's still five and a half this morning. So we're sticking with that. Tommy Talau in. Oliver Clark in. Elijah Taylor in. Robert Jennings. Zane Musgrove and Alex Tall out. Sean Bloor named it all. No. No, okay. He's a very good player. Canterbury pretty steady. Christian Crichton out. Jack Cogger in off the bench. So Brandon Wakeham seems to have been now sort of... He's won the number seven jersey with Kieran Four and Canterbury won their last three against the Tigers. Sean? Not going to spend a great deal of time on this one, I don't think. Uh, this is just a pure default uh, back the Bulldogs with the plus. Yep. Terrible, terrible game. Wests are no good. Um, yeah, I can only be on the Bulldogs. I hope I'm wrong here. I'm on the Tigers to make the eight on the back of Madge. And, um, look, I have been saying for ages that they must make this move, the Bulldogs, and that is have the back three in any order you like has to be Dalamatini Zelezniak, Remus Smith yes. and Hopper. And the reason being is they're strong carriers and it just sets you... Like, like I like the Warriors having Mamalo and Fusatua back. The centres don't add as much value. So great move for the Bulldogs. Very trappy game for the Tigers. I hope I'm wrong, but I'll take the Dogs plus four. I want to take the Dogs to win. To yeah, win. they could. They absolutely I could. I think this is right. Wakeham and Foran. Wakeham's better than Lachlan Lewis. And you said it, Remus Smith at number two. You get more from him out on the wing, bringing yep. the ball back. And Avrilo can play. Can play. He's, he's got some. They're just bubbling Canterbury. Oh, what was Sean Johnson thinking? They had the game wrapped up. The only way they can get beat is throwing an intercept. Well, that's Sean Johnson, isn't <sighs> it? Uh, but yet has the most try assists in the NRL. Really? Yeah. Wow. I think he has eight. Uh, best bet of the weekend, gents. Uh, Joel, you can go first. Uh, by the way, I'm just looking here at Jarv's uh, tip sheet. You're five and one on best bets. Best bets does help when you're taking just head to head. But that hey, five and one. That's very impressive. I'll, I'll take the bunnies. Okay, bunnies with the I'll uh, accept bunnies, that. bunnies head to head. I'll accept that. Yep. Two dollars ten. Sean, following your windshield south as well. Okay. Well, I'm gonna. I've got some testicles amongst us. Mel- <laughs> Melbourne <laughs> minus twenty three and a half. Yeah, I like it. Three dollars eighteen. 
into Newcastle dollar thirty five to win into Canterbury plus ten and a half dollar fifty two six dollars fifty two. I give you value. They give you winners. I give you losing value. Jarvy boy, Jarvy, Jarvy, Jarvy. Change mine to Daniel Saifidi seven bucks any time try scorer. And speaking of I that, check out in. the try scorer bingo in. in the first game. South State on Penrith. Yes. You find the market there. We'll see you in the Sugar Shootout. Have a good week, Dan. I'll, I'll be back this week for the Sugar Shootout. You too, Sean. I'll be back. Right see you, boys. Gamble responsibly. See you, gang.